Research demonstrates that companies and organizations with greater number of women at executive levels or on the board tend to perform better financially, especially during periods of recession. Allowing women to progress is therefore not only in the interest of women, but a good business decision, particularly in a context of talent shortage. The situation has vastly improved within the last 50 years for women, but not fast enough. And according to World Economic Forum, it will take over 200 years before we reach gender equality. Today, we would like to welcome Nicole Piggott, Vice President, Global Operations at Women in Governance. As an organization, they have been involved in making the lives of women better and providing them with opportunities and status in all facets of life. Nicole, welcome to Bay Street Diary. Thanks for having me, Neetu. Thank Great you. Great to be here. So to start with, please tell our audience what Women in Governance is and what do you do as an organization? Well, uh, Women in Governance is a unique organization in that it is led by former corporate leaders to support women in their career advancement and in their development uh, to be able to ascend to decision-making roles in organizations as well as to occupy positions in organizations that have not been female-friendly okay. historically. So mining organizations, um, the, uh, the extractive industries, industries that have been male-dominated throughout history. Yeah. We're trying to um, introduce women and provide um, inclusive environments for women. Yeah, so you're trying to break the glossy. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and so the sticky floors. <laughs> So the organization started in 2010. Yes. Since then, what are your major achievements and how many women members are associated with your organization? So 2010, oh my goodness. So next year we'll be celebrating our 10th anniversary. <laughs> it's hard to believe. Um, we've had some incredible achievements in, in 10 years. We've interviewed some you know, really high profile leaders who have been supportive or who have been um, emblems of uh, uh, the advancement of, win of women. We've had Hillary Clinton, we've had Justin Trudeau, who is an advocate in for feminism, and um, we've had Bill Morneau, we've had Christian Freeland. We've really had an opportunity to showcase leadership um, and advocates for women's advancement. But additionally, through the parity certification, we have had the opportunity to impact 59 corporate organizations across Canada, which has an impact on over 300,000 employees. Wow. And so the reach of the parity certification is huge, and it's something of which we're really, really proud. And um, we've also launched a mentoring program that has um, afforded 125 women so far an opportunity to be mentored by CEOs and chairs of boards who are at the senior levels of their, uh, their careers, helping these women to get the skills and the confidence to be able to move into senior leadership roles. And then finally, um, we have launched a governance training program um, in partnership with the leading governance organization 
and it has allowed women to be to gain the skills and the competencies so that they can very faithfully and very competently right. um, occupy roles on boards. So the excuses that we can't find women for these positions, we're taking away those excuses. <laughs> so in 2017, Women in Governance launched the Parity Certification and in 2019, 48 top organizations across Canada have been certified. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the Parity Certification and its impact on women in the workplace. So um, you might guess that um, the Parity Certification is something of which I'm particularly proud. Um, about in 2017, Caroline Kotze, who is our fearless yeah. uh, founder and our president, she tapped me on the shoulder and said she wanted to develop this parity certification. And um, I then assembled McKinsey, I worked with uh, leaders in industry, and we developed this parity certification which serves to evaluate organizations. It's a diagnostic of organizations okay. in terms of the strategies that they put in place to achieve gender parity, okay. the actions and mechanisms that they've put in place to achieve gender parity in the workplace, and then the results that they've achieved in terms of the distribution of women at all levels of the organization, but particularly at the decision-making levels of organizations. And the real um, meaning and, and purpose behind this is we want this to be sustainable. We don't want uh, gender parity to be an event. Okay. We want it to be something that's sustained over time and so we want to see a pipeline of female talent throughout organizations so that when we're, we're looking for successors yeah. for senior leadership roles that we have the female talent to fill sure. those roles. Sure. And so the parity certification does an assessment of organizations. It then issues them a report that gives them a full uh, review, personalized, of their results. And then, of course, we have other activities to help them to close the gaps on gender parity in the workplace. Yeah. So we're in our third year. But what's very exciting about 2020 is um, that we will be launching into the United States. So wow. we've gone from provincial certification to 2018, a national certification with 31 organizations certified to 2019, continue to be national at 48, and then now the sky's the limit. We're, we're going I'm into sure. the U.S. in 2020. Wow. <laughs> we're really excited. I have seen that women in governance plays a key role when it comes to creating a suitable network for their members uh, through the events. Mm -hmm. And networking today is the key Absolutely. for any entrepreneur or employee to reach the right market and in turn achieve their goals. What are your views on this? So you hit the nail on the head. One of the things that has been an impediment for women's advancement historically is we tend to seek out in our networks people who resemble us or who yeah. look like yeah. us. And, and women frequently don't have access to other women because there's been such a shortage of women in senior leadership. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, through our networking events, we bring together thought leaders, male advocates, and we've had one of, the, one of our mottos and our mantras is it's women and men working towards gender yeah. parity in the workplace. We don't believe that we can get there without men. Sure. We also don't believe that, we, um, that this is a women's issue, this is a business issue, yeah. this is a social issue. Yeah. And so men have as much vested interest in this outcome as women. And so we bring together these events where we can 
um, allow women who are seeking opportunities at career advancement, who are looking at, um, who have great big ideas and are looking for yeah. people who can help to foster those big ideas to get together and to be able to um, take those ideas and bring them to fruition. And so we've had um, events with the, the UN, we've had events with great entrepreneurs like the CEO of Aldo. Um, we really try to provide a different a variety of events so that women across all sectors wow. can find something they can identify with and that can help them to advance their careers. Well, that's amazing. So Nicole, you have served top leadership positions in various businesses. What made you join Women in Governance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were asking me, you know, did you fall on your head one day? <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I'm passionate about this. I have two daughters and I want the workplace for my daughters and the opportunities for my daughters to be equal to those that they are for boys and yeah, men. Right. I want my daughters to be, have the opportunity, opportunity to achieve their full potential. They have a lot to offer, they're talented young women and I think the workplace would benefit from yep. them being able yep. to achieve their full potential. So it's a very personal uh, motivation for me but additionally I've had the opportunity to start the parity certification as a volunteer for Women in Governance before um, I decided to abandon the corporate world yeah, yeah. from a career perspective and work on this full time. And what really pushed me to do this is that the corporate world has indicated that this is a priority for them. And so it gave me the opportunity to be able to say, listen, do this full time. Yeah. It, the time is now. Yeah, right. So um, it was a very easy decision to make and I have loved every day since. I've never regretted it. Well, that's nice. And do you think your daughters were the major push for you to think in this well, direction? Well, you know what it's really funny is um, without me pushing them to, to make these career choices, my daughters are both leading towards um, you know, self-actualization okay. and, and entrepreneurial type yeah. um, jobs in the sense that they're working in the not-for-profit world but in innovation in the not-for-profit world. Okay. And that's really exciting for me. Well, they're following their mother. <laughs> <laughs> so your family has played a key role in helping you achieve yeah. your goals and it's a blessing. Yes. On the other hand, we all agree that majority of women across the globe, they're not so privileged. No. Most of them do not have the support of their families and they do not get the deserved opportunities. How can these women be a part of your organization? So that's a very good question. The fact of the matter is, yes, I have been lucky. I was raised by two feminists. My, my mother and my father firmly believe that girls could do anything that boys could yeah. do and, um, and that the sky was the limit. And so that I went into the world with that. I know that many girls, and that, and it's not even culturally specific, many girls across the spectrum don't have that support. Yeah, right. And so what I encourage girls to do, or women to do, is seek mentors. Mm -hmm. there are, they're out there. Right. There's someone out there who you admire, who is absolutely willing to be an advocate and to support you. Sure. Seek sponsors. There's lots of women's organizations out there as well. Look out for women's organizations that are going to support you, that are going to um, foster you and to direct you and provide you with opportunities to grow and develop. And like I think that what we're seeing now is an 
abundance of organizations that are really designed to, yes. to provide that support to mechanism for women because there is an awareness that you know a lot of these women are, are having to make really difficult choices right. in order to pursue their dreams and their careers right. and some of those things are doing exactly as you said going against family and going against the directions that their families have been pushing them into sure. you know because right. let's face it I mean I'm from the generation that um, the, the career choices that were put in front of you were be a doctor a lawyer an engineer, engineer. <laughs> <laughs> or go into business those were the four choices that were put in front of you um, I did I went the, the latter um, but um, I wanted my daughters to have the choice to truly seek their bliss, right. seek the opportunity that best suited their talents right. so that both they could be fulfilled and that they could have be impactful in the world. Your organization is doing everything to improve the lives of women associated with you. What message do you have for numerous women who are ambitious, however, have been deprived of opportunities in ecosystem largely favoring men? Well, first of all, don't listen to the people who are telling you that you that you don't have your space and that this is not your time, or that your ideas are crazy or that you may not be able to, uh, to do the things that you think you, 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 you would love to do. The fact of the matter is that you will encounter those naysayers. You will encounter those people who don't believe in you. And so you have to believe in yourself and you have to attach yourself with people who are going to be supportive of you and who are going to help you to grow. And so I, I really encourage women to seek out other women and men who are going to advocate for them, other organizations that are going to advocate for them, yeah. and close your mind to those people who are limiting you and who are, are going to tell you that you, know, you can't do the things that you right. want to do. If, if those innovators that preceded us had listened to the people who told them their ideas were crazy, yeah. we wouldn't have seen many of the advancements we've seen in the world sure, today. Sure. So I say go for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you, Nicole. Bay Street Diaries proud to present this award, She the Change 2019, to women in governance for their continuous effort in empowering the lives of women. Well, thank you so much. This is just fantastic. <laughs> we gladly accept. <laughs> thank you for being on our show. Thank you. It's been terrific. So friends, that was Nicole Piggott from Women in Governance. I'll see you next week with another dashing Canadian entrepreneur. Until then, keep spreading love.